It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's time for Barreled Up by Ball Cap Sports. Here's your, here's your, here's your host, Jim Wiley. Welcome into the Barreled Up podcast, a special live podcast YouTube collaboration as we are Hours from the start of the second round, so we're going to dive into this thing. Those of you listening, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Help us grow, rate, and review, and of course, turn those automatic downloads on if you haven't yet, so the content is yours right away. Those of you listening on YouTube, welcome in. Make sure you guys check out the podcast as well, and check out who I've got with me today to dive into the second round it is robbie hyde robbie my friend how are you sir oh we're good i mean my my wild card round predictions went up in flames uh a nice uh solid and crispy one for four yeah uh you know went for went for a stretch on one of them with the marlins i went for the i went Mm -hmm. i went go big or go home and um i was going home uh on the (laughs) the first night basically so Hey, yeah, well than that, feel good. Feel good. It was a tough. It was a tough first round to predict because it looked like there were some clear cut choices to be had. Yeah. But then, the you know this how this October baseball. This is this is how it works. You think you know a little bit of something, and then these teams, and in some cases, these managers, Toronto, uh, <laughs> they will completely throw a. Curveball and doesn't matter what looked like was going to happen. Just tweeted about that today. I still, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't even process the fact that Brios had five strikeouts. He was looking dominant and he yes. walked one guy. I'm like, what the heck are you doing? Why are you taking him out? I know Kikuchi's yeah. had a good year, but stick with your guy. No, like, it was it was terrible. It was, it, of course, like uh, paper on paper. That's not what decided the game, but. You got to think mm-hmm. of the of the mentality of the players on the field. Like that can, it felt like a, like a gut punch when it was happening. Like, and, and, and the more you process it, the more you realize. I can't. I can't even imagine how you felt about it in the moment. Oh God, <laughs> I tweeted it, it before before 
uh, Schneider had even gotten to Barrios, yeah. I tweeted, fire John Schneider. I'm tired of his BS before he even got to the mound. I knew what was coming. Every Blue Jay fan knew what was coming. Yeah. It was Kikuchi who was coming in. Like, if this is a, if, if you have identified this as a moment where you cannot let another hitter reach base, then you cannot go to Yusei Kikuchi. What yeah. analytic told you to do that? The analytic, that's what took Barrios out of the game. I would love to know what analytics said. Yeah, Yusei Kikuchi is the play with nobody out and a man on. And, oh, by the way, after two more batters, you're back at righties. You got Carlos Correa back up there. Go to Tim Miza in that spot. Go, go to Chris Bassett. I mean, yeah. awful, awful stuff by the Toronto Blue Jays. Well, let me in the ask first you this round. before we get started. Uh, before we really get rolling here, yeah, I'm going to give you. Uh, I'll give you a, a question here. Okay, what do you think is worse? Now, again, the the, the circumstances with what I'm going to compare it to a little mm -hmm. higher, but I'll just mm -hmm. give you. I'll, I'll throw it at you. What do you think was worse? Barrios getting pulled in the third inning yeah, with 5Ks looking pretty great yep. or Pedro le being left in in the 2003 ALCS in Game 7. What do you think is worse? And that's well, what they... Not maybe like the circumstances, but yeah, yeah, yeah. when you look at just the two moves in general, what would you say is worse? Man, that's, that's a great one because obviously Pedro should have... Pedro should have come should out. Have that cost Grady Little. That cost Grady Little his job. Yeah, I think it's um, Schneider's job. Like, well, it's, it wasn't Schneider's call. I mean, the yeah, only true. thing you would have hoped is that Schneider would have stepped in and said, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I, I don't care. The, the phone's blowing up. Ross Atkins is calling down from the press box saying, get him yeah. out. And John Schneider's like, no, I refuse. That's what yeah. you wanted to have happen. But I, I got to say that the worst thing, I mean, it cost... Did it cost both? It cost. I'm gonna say Pedro. I'm gonna say Pedro. Yeah, I mean, well, if you take out let, let, let's let's put it on an evil even playing field. Uh, let's take off take out what was at stake for the Red Sox there and, and try to level it off because obviously it would be a no brainer that you would say the Pedro one. But if the circumstances were the same, yeah. the same thing was on the line. I still would say Pedro because it was obvious that you. Need to take them out, and 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 they didn't. Yeah. Um, the Barrios thing is really close, though. It's yeah. really close, and it just felt like that Pedro moment. What? Mm -hmm. it, well, it was the game. Um, the Blue Jays still had chances. The bats yeah. just did not do anything. The whole series and and that game, there was nothing done offensively. So, I, I'll say the I'll say the Pedro thing. Really, that's really a, shows that's a good how one. times are changing where yeah. you get mad at someone for leaving a guy in too long and now and 20 years later it's you're not leaving him in nearly long enough. Yeah. And so it's funny how time changes. Yeah. It was uh it was something. That first round, anything else? Let's let's put a bow on the first round real quick. Anything else that sort of stood out to you? We had the all sweeps. That was interesting. We had all, all sweeps. We had a even though he didn't do you know hit the home run or or or, or have um, a a a I don't know what I mean he did though I, I let me start this question over we had the Carlos Correa still mm. made a major impact even though it wasn't a home run it wasn't a big you know 
He had the play in the first inning. He had the play in the first game. He essentially set the pickoff, according to Sonny Gray, Mm -hmm. and he had a base hit. So huge series there with Carlos Correa, and now he's going to Houston. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, Twins and and, uh, uh, Rangers and Rays, D-backs, Brewers, Miami, Philly, anything that really surprised you out of what we saw from the first round? I I would say not really a surprise, but a takeaway. I wonder if the Rangers have gotten their mojo. You know, like oh yeah, they they got helped out by the 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 twenty five people in Tropicana being very quiet. Um, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just saying it's I, I they all of a sudden feel very dangerous. Yes. I wonder about the matchup with the Orioles. I liked the Orioles better against the Rays. I, I'm lower on them. I'm not saying they're going to lose the series, but I'm lower on them against the Rangers than I was against the against the Rays in that division yep. matchup. So. I feel like the Rangers, they have themselves a good path right now. And so all of a sudden they look really dangerous. That was a takeaway for me. Um, yeah, after that, yeah. the Phillies look great. But I'm still I, – I need to see the Phillies against this Braves team. The Marlins are the Marlins. Yeah, I went for a home run going mm-hmm. for a you know 20-year anniversary of the Marlins, shocking everyone. But, uh, you know, I just – I want to see what they do against yeah. the Braves. So. Yep, it's going to be a big series. That'll be a big series. And, and we are going to get into it. We are here live on YouTube and on the podcasts. Those of you with us live on YouTube, we have a live like goal. You can't see it on the screen. But as always, it is standard, a live like goal of 100. We're almost halfway there. For those of you watching, and there are almost 200 of you, smash that like. Help us get to that live like goal. Let's see how close we can get here in the next couple of minutes. If you want me and Robbie to move on to the predictions, hit that like. Because that is what we are going to do today. We are going to be taking a look at some predictions. And now it would be simple to just who you got, Astros, Twins, who you got, Diamondbacks, Dodgers. What we're going to do, we'll have one or two of those. But we're going to make this a little more fun. We are going to dive into specific aspects of this second round that we were about to get into specific as specifically to the Astros and how they play at home. Merrill Kelly and his record against the Dodgers. We just had four sweeps, but we have any more. So we're going to get into predictions like that. Not just who's going to win the games. We're going to dive a little bit deeper and feel free. Again, those of you that are in the live chat to comment along with us, how you think this is going to play out. Cause we're going to play fair or foul for all of these predictions. And with Robbie as my guest, I am going to lob the first fair or foul his way. And this is going to be great because this is going to sort of piggyback off of what you were just talking about with the Rangers. Fair or foul, the Oriole pitching will not be able to hold their own against these ranger bats i will say from a stuff point of view they can definitely hold their own but from an experience point of view i'm not saying the rangers have been playing in world series you know but when you look at the guys that they have in this lineup like seager and Semyon, and you know these other guys that they got you know these rookies that are hungry looking to make some noise i just wonder are they going to be able to execute? Right? Are they are they going right. to are they going to hit the right spots? Are they going to have the right pitch sequences? You know that comes with time. Stuff wise, Grayson Rodriguez is 
just as good as anyone out there. The guy's got nasty stuff. Bradish has been awesome down the stretch. I think very underrated. I don't think people realize how good he's been. Um, and not just from like an ERA point of view when, you know, I'm a nerd. I like you looking at the, you know, the fan graphs, deeper numbers. And when you look at the stuff numbers that they have on there, he's good. He looks great. And, uh, you know, I think Bradish will hold his own. I worry about Grayson Rodriguez. If I were to go, you know, fair or foul on that, I'd probably say, man, the, the Rangers probably, I, I got to give them the edge, right? When it comes to the Orioles, yeah. like, I just think from that experience point of view, the Rangers, I think, have the edge. So I'm with you on that. I, I think that the Rangers got a tune up. That first round can that first round can be treacherous. Yeah. Ask Toronto, ask Tampa, ask Milwaukee, ask Miami. But for the teams that advanced, it's kind of a tune up. And those bats definitely feel like they are locked in and lined up to have a a big series against the Orioles pitching. That is the only thing that I think might prevent the Orioles from winning the World Series. Mm-hmm. Will be the pitching. Will it hold up? None of these guys have pitched in October before. We're reaching new heights on innings counts. All of it. Mm-hmm. Is it going to catch up to the Orioles or do they have a couple of more weeks of Oriole magic in them? And we're going to find out that. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's get to another one. I've got a good one, but if you've got one, you can fire one back at me first. I will I will say, how do you think I'll I'll go to the same question with you? How do you think the Orioles bullpen will do? Let's say the starting pitching hmm. does well. Let's say they do hold their own. Where do you think with the bullpen with the Orioles losing Batista? Do you think so? I, I'm trying to I'm trying to work the question in my head. Fair or foul? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Orioles bullpen without Batista is a major blow to their chances. I think the Orioles bullpen, certainly without Batista, that is going to that changes things. Now, you've all of a sudden got guys in different leverage positions, right? When Batista was out there before, then you had Cano earlier in the game. Now you need Cano at the end of the game. So that changes things. But they have some good pieces here, and I think they are good enough. Uh, with Yenya Cano, uh, Danny Colombe, you've got Brian Brazer, you've got somebody, you know, I, listen, I know there are people that are into the Fujinami uh, situation there. I'm, I don't love it, but I know he can go out there and give you a solid inning. So it's not as good, certainly not as good as it's going to be, but um, it's still de- it's still dependable. If they need to be run out there, if they get exhausted, if we see, because these are all, there are short hook guys in the postseason, and then there are guys that you you trust, right? Yeah. Jordan Montgomery, you trust. Justin Verlander, you trust. Uh, Clayton Kershaw, you trust. Max Reed, you trust. Spencer Strider, you, you trust. Zach Wheeler, you trust. 
Those are guys that when two runners get on in the third inning and there's nobody out, you see if they can get through that inning. The Orioles, I worry, have a lot of quick hook guys because it's the first time that they're going through this. So they may be itchy to get Dean Kramer out of the game in the third inning if he walks the first two guys, you know, fire up the alarms and get him out of there. So that'll be the thing. If this Oriole bullpen, this Oriole bullpen cannot go back-to-back games where they're using everybody, where they're yeah. emptying the bullpen, because if they do by the third game, I think they'll be shot. So yeah. if they can, if the if this bullpen can be managed, because they can't go without Batista, they can't go four, five, six deep. They got there's there's three or four guys that I think they can truly depend on. It's mm-hmm. my circle of trust. And that's pretty much where I'm that's that's as far as I think they can go. If they go beyond four or five, it's gonna start to get, you know, a little rattly there on the tracks. Yeah, I, I definitely think the Rangers with you know, I'm looking at the matchups right now. You know, Heaney is that confirmed Heaney game one for the Rangers? Uh let me double check that. But I've got Heaney here on Fangraphs. Okay. So I just want to make sure that's confirmed. So let me double check that. I'll know it in three. Um two, but while one. you're yes. checking that, yes. if it is Heaney. Uh, and you know, going up against Bradish at home with Baltimore, it's gonna be a loud crowd. I definitely think Bradish is definitely gonna put in a good start. Um, but then you got Montgomery Evaldi, where Montgomery in Baltimore, he's pitched from the AL East. He's he's definitely used to that environment. No, so uh, you could absolutely see the Rangers taking a game in Baltimore, heading back to Texas, and then Nathan Evaldi Mm -hmm. at home. John Means, sure, he has looked pretty good, but. You know, Evaldi just looked great, and he's definitely got more under his belt this year than Means. So you could see the Rangers going up 2-1 there. And then, you know, sure, Dane Dunning. Dane Dunning, Dean Kramer is is an interesting matchup, like, for game four, if that's what it ends up being. Um, That's an interesting matchup because you got two guys that Mm – they're not going to be blowing you away with velocity. So you could definitely see a lot of offense in game four. And then game five, if it lines, if it ends up going five and it ends up being Montgomery and Bradish, oh, what a great game five that would be. This could that be would a be. really good series. So it's, it's gonna be close. it should be. It should yeah. be. And if we go to a game five, I will be there. I got Ooh. tick. I couldn't get tickets to uh games one or two. Uh my wife was on there. She has the account with the Orioles, and she's like refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. We couldn't get games one and two, but we got the third oreo game which would be game five so if it works out that way then oh man i know you'll be doing a live stream from uh, i'll be doing a live stream from the game yes exactly (laughs) Uh, so um i'm i'm kind of rooting for a a full five game series here yeah let me give you another one let's go to the let's move up to the top half of this bracket the astros fair or foul the astros will continue to struggle at home didn't they didn't they do something to like didn't they adjust something in the outfield i read about that like didn't they work on it like didn't they move some of the stuff around to make it a little better or did i read that i have not i have this there may be somebody that could chat live chat that and confirm that i i haven't seen that but that doesn't mean that that's not accurate let's say let's say whatever it still ends up you know the the whatever the batter eye or whatever it was that's you know getting to the hitters a little bit Mm -hmm. um i will say (sighs) i don't know it's just been like a weird thing for them this year yes it's it's been weird you know and it's been consistent 
um, <laughs> consistently weird. It shouldn't be right. It shouldn't be. But you know, when you're, when you're like this the whole year, will it just end up being a problem? I would imagine it's not going to be a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Astros, they know what they are. They know what they can do. I feel like it shouldn't be an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's going to come down to, in my opinion, are they just going to be able to, you know, pitch and get the hits, you know, that how, yeah. how you, you know, score runs and don't give up as many runs as this is the name of the game. So I feel like at the end of the day, the Astros, they know what they are. They've been here before all the mm-hmm. experience shouldn't matter, but yeah. it's weird. And I wonder if it ends up being just weird for them in this series. So it, it could cost them the series. I mean, this is a Houston Astros team where you kind of expect to just pull it together, get it together, do what they do in the postseason and and and, and win games and and overcome adversity. But I'm worried about it. I'm worried about it because the bats, the the OPS for the main guys, we're talking Altuve, Bregman, Tucker, Alvarez, it, the their OPS is down like 50 to 50 to 100 points road to home. In their heads too. Right. That's in their heads. So you've got that coupled with the fact that Valdez and Javier have pitched a ton and I think are showing it. A yeah. shortened offseason because they both pitched deep last year into the postseason and then they started mm-hmm. early for the WBC. So we're seeing Valdez, the second half, numbers haven't been good. Christian Javier all year, he's been wild. We've also seen the fastball velo down and the slider spin rate down. Yeah, these are not the same lights out guys. So, really, Justin Verlander's got to be lights out. But Justin Verlander may only get one shot. May, yeah. you, you may not get back to Justin Verlander if Javier and Valdez struggle. Now, Astros bullpen is good, but yeah. this Twins team, I don't, I do not worry about the Twins pitching, but I am no. worried about the Astros pitching, and I am worried about the Astros at home. Yeah, I definitely have my, I have my worries. I just wonder. It's like. Every year, I feel like I look for an excuse for the Astros, and it's like I'm always, you know, I'm always proven wrong, and they always figure it out. But yeah. then I also just think, is the time ticking a little bit here? Like, you know, I would say this: if they they are very, very, uh, very good on them for getting Verlander, because if they didn't have Verlander, oh, they yeah. they'd have no shot. They opinion. wouldn't have made it. I don't think they make it. I don't no. think they make the playoffs without Verlander's last couple of starts down the stretch. Yeah. Valdez has been clunky. I've used that word a lot with him. You know, mm-hmm. he had a one really rough start against the Royals there at the end. You know, the Mariners, I believe he didn't have a great start either. Yeah. Um, the Twins, they got momentum. You know, I will say this. If the Twins can take one in Houston, the Astros might be screwed. Like, move, like with how that crowd has responded. Yeah, yep. we're talking about Philly, but look at that crowd in Minnesota. I'm man. Like they were all behind him. And I think Sonny Gray, I love watching Sonny Gray pitch. He's so entertaining yeah. to me. I yeah. don't know why. Mm-hmm. He's just so fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, guy's got great stuff. He's had a really good year. To me, the tw- the key for the Twins, just win a game at home. Or uh, win a game in Houston, in their yeah. home. If yeah. you can get one and go back to Minnesota tied, they have a real shot. Because you've got that. You've got the pitch. You know? You've got to remember. we got to remember that on the road, Houston's really good. So what what probably happens is that this series goes back to Houston for a game five. I, I yeah. can see them splitting the first four games. Twins get one in Houston. Houston gets one in Minnesota. And they go back to the Lone Star State yep. for game five. Yep. 
and then it's all on the table. What are you going to do? Is this negative run differential, three games below 500, losing record in one run games going to bite them in the ass? And I, I will add no. this. This doesn't mean anything, but I will add this for fun. Uh, the out-of-the-park baseball game that you can play on the computer, I'm not sure if you're familiar with that. Um, yeah, yeah. Preseason, I remember I was just for fun, just running a whole bunch of simulations just mm -hmm. to see what they thought, how they thought the season would go. They loved the Orioles in there, like yeah. getting into the playoffs. And it was a consistent, like I ran like 20 simulations. Like it yeah. took a lot of load time, whatever. Love the Orioles. There were a few times the Twins ended up getting into the ALCS. I'm like, wow, they like they like the Twins a little bit here. So I'm like, yeah. nah, the Twins never make it out of the first round. But they are. I'm just saying, out of the park baseball. Yeah. They they were very they were very yeah. high on the Orioles. Could they yep. have this one right too? I don't know. Maybe. But that Maybe. pitching is huge for the Twins. Love that one two punch. Yep. Everybody, those of you that are live on YouTube with us, make sure to hit that like. We're only nine away from the live like goal with over 300 watching. Thank you to all 303 that say are watching right now. About 10 or 15 people just hopped in and about five or six people hopped out. YouTube. That's how it works. In and out. Uh, but thank you. Potato face and I <laughs> exactly. Thank you guys for again coming in and make sure to smash that like. We're only seven away from the goal. We're going to switch to a national league Fair or foul, as soon as we get to 100, and we're there. All right, we're there. You guys deliver. Let's go right to a National League. Fair or foul. Robbie, let me ask you, if you have a National League one, if you don't have one, I've got one teed up. <sighs> Do you think, oh, you know who I love? Or Wait, which one are we, where are we going to start? Where do you either one. Start? You can, we can start either side. Top All or right, bottom. I'll do this. Um I'll go to the let's go. Let's save the Phillies Braves for last because that's that's the entertaining one. Um, the Diamondbacks Dodgers. Okay. I personally think I'll just I'll just keep it really simple. Do you think Bobby Miller? Bobby Miller is a game changer. Verify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Bobby Miller, game I changer. That. I do believe that if the Dodgers, I think the Dodgers can get through the NLCS, but if they want to win the World Series, then Bobby Miller has to be one. Do I think he can be one? I saw him go up. We, we saw him against the Braves. Remember that big series? Everybody made a big deal about it. It was Mookie Vets versus Ronald Acuna for the MVP, and they were going head-to-head, -head and it was a big deal. The Braves took the first three games. Mm. Who took the mound in the final game of that series and put an end to it? It was Bobby Miller. It tells me something Bobby. about his makeup. So I do believe Bobby Miller is going to have a good series. He may only pitch once in this Arizona series. Mm. I think I think he can be. And I think if the Dodgers want to win the World Series, that he has to be. Yeah. there. I, I'm a big Bobby Miller fan. There's just something mm. about the guy... 
Yep. Man, he is just a bulldog out there. He's got great stuff on top of that. Yeah, he's had a couple of clunkers along the way, like Washington back in early September, gave up five runs, still found a way to strike out eight guys. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Yeah. Um, the dude is just a gamer, and I wonder if the adrenaline of just postseason baseball just pushes that guy to another level a little yep. bit. Like I feel yep. like that's the guy. He just seems like – I don't know why. Like I just get this vibe from him that nothing bugs him. Like he's just going to mm-hmm. be on the mound. He's just going to pitch. Yeah. I, I just get that vibe when I look at him, just something about the, I don't know. I can't even explain it. He just right. looks like a dude that could really step up. Like out of all these rookies that are in the playoffs, he mm-hmm. is someone to me. He just looks like a postseason kind of a guy. I don't know why. Oh, I, I just get that, get that vibe. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I think, I think there's something special. I think Bobby Miller is special. Let me give you one that is more Arizona-focused as we try to be equal here as best we can. Um, Fair or foul, Merrill Kelly finally gets a win against the Dodgers. He's 0-11. Arizona's hopes are kind of riding on this because he's going in game one. Foul, Merrill Kelly gets a win against the Dodgers in this series. Foul. No. Diamondbacks are getting swept in this series. It's over. It's done. I don't like Merrill Kelly in the postseason. Now, I will Mm -hmm. say Kershaw, first ballot Hall of Famer. First ballot Hall of Famer. We Mm -hmm. know what he's done. People wonder, like, oh, why did Kershaw have so many struggles in the postseason? Well, yeah, he's a Hall of Famer, obviously, with what he's done in the regular season, right? This is postseason baseball. It's a different game in the postseason Kershaw when it comes to him he he's not like this guy that's just going to blow you away with stuff right? right like he's not like a Zach Wheeler kind of a guy so like Kershaw Kelly I think is obviously Kershaw has that you know he's a, obviously a hall of fame pitcher he he knows how to pitch out there I mm-hmm. obviously give him the edge over a Merrill Kelly when it comes to stuff though I feel like it's actually not as different as you might think maybe I'm wrong I don't know, but I'm going to lean Kershaw to at least give you yeah. like five innings of decent ball. Kelly, yep. I just think is screwed. Like I think Betts, Freeman at home, those guys are just going to come out firing. Muncie's just going to drill like a three-run shot there some mm-hmm. point. Um, don't feel good about Kelly. I just don't. In no. a game three, you know, like a like a middle of the series star, like if you need a guy, yeah, I, I, I'm okay with that, but um, – I'd rather have Gallon in this game, you know, me personally. Yeah, you they'll have Gallon in game two. The schedule yeah. worked out well for them because they didn't yep. need to use Merrill Kelly against Milwaukee. Merrill Kelly has been their second best pitcher, but he's terrible against the Dodgers. Uh, so you'll have Merrill Kelly go in game one. If Arizona was facing anybody else, maybe you'd feel a little bit better about that. And then because there's an off day, Zach Gallon's ready to go for game two because they get the Sunday off. They don't play again until Monday, but it is not a great matchup. Merrill Kelly needs to shock and surprise everybody to give the Diamondbacks a chance because then if he gets that win, which I'm with you on that, I'm foul foul on that one. I don't think he's going to get it either. If he could, then you have a shot. You're 1-0 going to Gallon in game two before you go back home to Arizona. So if Arizona, you want to have a shot, you got to go out there. Merrill Kelly has to get the job done. Pitch like he's never pitched before against yeah. the Dodgers. Shut him down and surprise baseball. Surprise the universe 
and get get a win. Biggest key of the series for is of the for the Diamondbacks is Kelly, in my opinion. Like, yep. he, it's game one is all about setting the tone, and right. I think he's just the worst guy to go out there. Just who knows if he has a good start. You right. know, he's he, he he's he's mixing and matching his pitches. He's hitting his locations well. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, sure, it's not. I just stuff wise, I'm not a fan like, in postseason baseball. You know, for yep. I would mind him in a game three. You know, something like that. You know, but. I don't know. I feel like the the downbacks to me, the Dodgers are thin on starting pitching too. So it's, you know, people are going to, you know, look at that, but I don't know. I just feel like the downbacks are just short on options. When I look at some of the Dodgers guys stuff wise, I at least know that they have the potential to deal. And I love the bullpen for the Dodgers. That's huge. The Dodgers oh, yeah. bullpen, obviously it's because of Red Sox legend, Ryan Brazier. I mean, let's, let's be real about that. Ryan Brazier is the key. Um, but no, the Dodgers bullpen to me is far and away just mm-hmm. a better bullpen than, than the Diamondbacks. Um, I, I just I I don't know. I just don't I don't see how the Diamondbacks win this one. I'd love to find something. I I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe they get. Well, the, they they what has to happen is the um, Merrill Kelly has to be lights out. Yeah. So he has to flip the script, and the. Those 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 young Dodger pitchers, Miller, Pepio, Sheehan, yeah. and 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 the veteran, the volatile veteran Lance Lynn, those outside of Kershaw, those other pitchers need to struggle. Like if if Lynn goes out there and gives up four runs in the first inning, that gives you a chance, right? Especially if you have Zach Gallon on the mound that day, yeah. you got it, those young pitchers, the unproven pitchers need to struggle. And Lance Lynn needs to get lit up. That's Dodgers pitching has to completely fall apart for Arizona to have a chance. Let's speaking of pitching, I'm going to give you a fair foul and then feel free to spin one back to me. Fair or foul. Let's move down to the series that everybody's watching. Phillies starters will have more of an impact than Atlanta's starters in the Philly and Atlanta series. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> it's not easy. Like, I'm a bit when it comes to postseasons, like I'm big on the flow of the series, you know, with <laughs> the matchups, right? Because obviously the Braves have the edge in game one, right? Spencer Strider's been dealing, yeah. he's been great. They have the edge yeah. in game one at home. They the Braves should win game one. But then I look at Wheeler Nola back to back, games two, three, and then you you and uh, Zach, in my opinion, Wheeler has the edge over Freed. All right, Wheeler's a stopper. He's a guy that's just gonna. If the Braves have a one-zero lead, Wheeler can come in and just deal, mm-hmm. tie up that series. Nola's been pitching really well the last few starts, including the last couple of starts of the regular season. I go with him over yeah. Elder. Yeah, I, I think to me, I think the bigger impact is the Braves lack a third option. Like they lack that, you know, and the thing with Ranger Suarez is he is a guy that could go out and do something for you in game one. I don't expect he's it done it. Crowd. He, he's done it in the postseason before he's pitched. Yeah. Well, he's pitched big in the postseason before. Yeah. I just look at the, I look at the flow of the series and the matchups. I know it's not all about starting pitching, but it's a big part of it. Yeah. And right now I just see a Phillies like, you know, I see the edge going to the Phillies in terms of game by game matchup, right? And the yeah. flow of it. And then you yeah. see like someone like Christopher Sanchez, 
who's been underrated this year and he can twirl like one of those games. I feel like where the Braves can get really off balance with him. Like he's one of those guys that kind of just came out of nowhere this year and no one talks about him. Yeah. He's kind of like, I feel like he could be what Ranger Suarez was in the postseason last year. Right. Definitely. I, I, I think, I just think the lack of the third and Max Freed, I love Max Freed. He's been great down the stretch. But when it I just wonder postseason baseball with how good this Phillies lineup is swinging right now, and you know Freed with the blister stuff going on lately, it's I just wonder if the Braves could be in danger of losing this. I still gotta lean the Braves because of how good this team has been. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just wonder if these matchups come back to bite them. Right? You only got mm-hmm. five games here, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and. This Phillies team, are, they're clicking. They're clicking, but I, you still have to lean Braves. So I would say the Braves, sure. to me, they're, they just lack that third guy, and I think it could come back to bite them. That's the, the, the rotations heading into this series are, are a fascinating element to analyze because of the Max Freed finger. Now, they did a simulated game, a, a exhibition uh, during the break. During that first round, when the other teams are playing, they play a simulated game. Max Fried went out there through through a ton. Apparently, Max Fried's good to go. Now, how's Max Fried now? He so he just threw all of those pitches. Now he's going to on Monday throw a bunch more, and we'll see. Like I need Max Fried to hold up. If Max Fried goes down, the Braves are in trouble. They need him because I don't trust Bryce Elder right now. I've got my trust bars I've been using many on the on the channel. They've seen the my my pitcher rankings, and I pretty much rank every pitcher based on how many times out of ten starts do I trust you? Do I trust you ten out of ten times? Do I trust you half the time? Do I trust you hardly ever? And I trust Strider and I trust Freed when he's when he doesn't have a blister. I trust him every time. Yeah. But then after that, I'm a little shaky on everybody. Mm-hmm. Philly's an interesting situation because I trust Wheeler every time. I trust Nola. This year's been weird with him, and he's pitching better lately. I, I, I'm still not a 10 out of 10 because we've seen it so many times this year where he goes out there, he gives you a good start. Maybe he'll give you two good starts in a row, and then he regresses. It's like, what the hell happened, man? We need you to get on a run. We need you to get you on a Jordan Montgomery run where we can count on you to give us seven innings and shut the other team down. He hasn't been able to do that yet. So mm-hmm. Nola gives me a little bit of worry. But similarly, like it's there's kind of a drop-off after the first two. So it's yeah. who do you trust the most out of those drop-off guys? And I trust Philly's starters, the, the drop-off group, the guys after the first two, because you've got Suarez. Even Walker has playoff experience, which can be helpful. I don't know if we'll even see Walker in this. Um, Walker could get lit up by the Braves. So just keep yeah. him at the top bench there, root for everybody, giving high fives as they go back into the dugout. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you, though. I think that this is uh, – I'm leaning it. I, I, my pick is Atlanta. My pick is Atlanta. But Philly's starters may have a slight edge here. It really just depends on can Max Freed – if Max can stay – good no finger problems then that's going to be huge for Atlanta because yeah, that that's going to give yeah. you his full start full stuff i agree the biggest key for me it's kind of like an easy player to really pick but 
the biggest key for me for the Braves is Strider. If he can come out yeah. and have like a Madison Bumgarner yeah. kind of a postseason, yeah, he's gonna need to do that, in my opinion. At, at least in this series, like you are gonna get Morton back, which you know, if you get to the championship round, you know, he's he's missed some time, and we saw mm-hmm. what happened with Strider last year after he missed some time. But uh, Strider is gonna have to have a Bumgarner esque postseason. Like I think they need that. Yeah, yeah, that. that would be that'd be huge. Yeah, if they if he goes out and balls out like you know like my uh, my good good uh, good good friend from back in the day Josh Beckett with how he was in 2007 where every start he was just a stopper every single time. Yeah, they need that from Strider in my opinion. Like he, yeah. I think this is a postseason. If he does that, he will cement himself as just a legend in mm-hmm. Braves history. Like yeah. they they really need that. Definitely. Um, I do want to get, I got a super chat in from Apple plays Apple. Thank you for that. Elder pitched well in his sim game. I'm looking at your tweet right now. Now it is interesting that the Braves are doing these like inter-squad games. Mm-hmm. I want to know if I kind of want to know if elder went up against Olsen and Acuna and Albies, or was he going up against, I'm sure know, they split up Acuna the and Alson, right? Probably they're, they're the team captains, right? Yeah. Um, so he went, uh, four and two thirds in the inter squad game and gave up two runs. I still am going to be interested to see how he pitches because he did not close out the season well. Interesting piece of information that I also was just uh, given. The it was out two hours ago. Uh, I just got it that it looks like Kyle Wright is not going to be on the roster. Saw that. Right. Saw that. I thought he was going to be in the bullpen. I know. Me too. Wright's not on the roster. Can't trust him right now. Yeah. Um, Wright's not on the roster. Morton can't be on the roster, but if they need to shift somebody to the IL, mm-hmm. there's a, you know, that they can finagle away and get Morton back on the roster. So it's not like you won't see Charlie Morton, but they're going to set up to go Strider, Freed and Elder. And then they'll probably circle back to Strider because of the, you know, the, the, the number, the off days in between will probably allow them to go back to Strider for game four if they need that. Yeah, I will say with the sim games, yeah, fine, you know, on paper. Yeah, okay, okay, they're playing, you know, they're they're, you know, putting some effort out there. It's not the same thing. It's just not. Like it's 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 not going up against the Phillies. Like it, you're going up against your own team. I've even I don't know who I listened to. It was a it was a major leaguer or he was just like, yeah, sim games, they're just not the same as like it's just the mentality's not there. There's there's no mm-hmm. adrenaline. It's mm-hmm. it's not the same thing, in my opinion. Sure, you can do all the sim games, and I think it's better to do than not. Yeah, I just don't think that's going to be like, oh yeah, they did some sim games. Like they're they're in great shape. No disrespect to the Braves. I don't want anyone to think I'm disrespecting them. That's not what right. I'm getting at. I'm right. just saying you just don't want to take the Phillies lightly. That's that's just what I'm saying. Is this Phillies team obviously has the potential to win this series? I'm not mm-hmm. saying the Braves are going to lose this series, but yeah, you just don't want to take Philly lightly, in my opinion. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. No, Philly, Philly could do it. 
I think everybody is is of the belief that Philly could do it, and there's going to be a lot that think Philly will. But I think the majority would side with the Braves winning the series, but Philly could do it. Yeah. And you can't say that about all these series. I mean, I don't. I really don't think Arizona could do it. Yeah. Um, when we look back to the first round, I did not think Miami could do it. So Philly's in a in in a, in, a, in a spot where they could pull off the upset here, and it would be it would be a big one. Let me let me give you this fair foul. Mm-hmm. My last one for you, and then you can hit me back with one. Fair or foul, there will be no sweeps. We had four. Everybody was swept in the first round. Here we are in the second round. Best of five. There will be no sweeps after getting all sweeps in the first round. Wait, I, I, I basically already gave away my answer earlier. I think the Diamondbacks getting swept. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I have no confidence. You, know, like, yeah. you, you have your trust meter things. Mine mm-hmm. is at zero. For the Diamondbacks. Like, I have been on the Diamondbacks train for like yeah. two years. I have been just saying, look out for the Diamondbacks. They're coming. Mm-hmm. They're going to be here. And I picked them to be, out of all of my terrible predictions that I have made. I did call for the Diamondbacks to make the playoffs this year. And I, I hit it. I actually hit one. I just don't feel good about them right. in this series. It's a gut thing. It's not even looking at numbers. I just look at it and I'm like, nah. I just don't. And it's not even, yeah. you know, that's not even just quickly looking at the Dodgers and seeing superstar players. I just don't think the Diamondbacks are there yet. I hope I'm wrong. Right. I would right. love to see the Diamondbacks move on. <laughs> like, that's, yeah. That'd be great. So that, I'm gonna, I, that, I'll say foul. I say the Diamondbacks do get swept. I think every series, other than that, I think every series can go five. I really do. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, no, no doubt. The, if Houston and, and Minnesota, you can see how they could go back and forth. Baltimore and Texas could easily go back and forth. The mm-hmm. Orioles win the non-Montgomery and Avaldi starts. Uh, Braves and Phillies could go all five. So no doubt about it. I'm I I think Arizona can get one. I think they. Can. I think I think Arizona can get one. So I will say that there will be no sweeps. I think Arizona get maybe they get the gallon start. Um, and, and that's, and that's all that they get. And then they go and lose the next two and and the thing is over. Um, that that's, it, it feels like we're at the point now where Arizona, they got the tune up, they got a little bit of momentum. Even if they lose that first game to Kershaw, having a day off, getting gallon ready to go on full rest could help them. And maybe they grab game two, but then the Dodgers take the next two when they go to Arizona. Um, give me a, uh, give me, give me a fair foul on your side of things. Last fair foul from, from you before we start to wrap this thing up. Let's see. Um, Can be anywhere on the board. Now we've covered all four matchups. I'll, I'll go the whole board. All of the higher seeds advanced fair foul. Hmm. I'm going to say foul. Mm. I do think that Minnesota has a really good chance. I am worried about the Houston situation. Mm. I'm not hating on the Houston situation. Let me be clear because that's there's a disclaimer that I feel I have to throw out there every time I talk about Houston. I'm not hating on Houston. 
I am worried about Houston, the home and road thing, the Javier fastball velo slider spin rate, the second half for Valdez, the OPS for those bats at home, the Minnesota pitch. It's all there. Like the blueprint is there for Minnesota to get it done. I can see those Ranger bats being a problem for the Orioles. The only higher seed that I truly feel confident, and I say yes, 1,000%, I will bet the house that this team advances are the Dodgers. In all of the other three matchups, I could see the underdog, the lower seed winning. How about you? Yeah, I definitely, you know, when it comes to the underdog picks, I think the Twins, they got some magic. They got over the hump. They won a playoff series. I do want to see them win a division series. I I, yeah. I want more because in all my years back, you know, 2003 was the first year where I really dove in. You know, I'd always been like, I, you know, I saw, I would see how Pedro would pitch every five days. I was, mm-hmm. You know, I paid attention to Pedro and that. But the Yankees were the class of baseball at the time. We always lost to the Yankees in the late 90s. 2003 was when I really dove in. And ever yeah. since then, the Twins would always lose to the Yankees in the division round. I picked them mm-hmm. so many times to, you know, get far. I thought 2006, mm-hmm. I thought they had it that year. I thought yeah. that was a good year for them. Didn't do it. They always broke my heart. And, uh, so I want to see them get past the division round. I know wild card round. It is. It's new. It's a newer thing. Um, I'm glad they got past that. I just want to see them win a best of five. I just need it. But if this is a confidence boost for them, where they kind of, kind of got a monkey off their back, you know, they could do this. You know, and but I think the big key for the Astros, I really or no, sorry, the Twins. I really think, and <laughs> here's. Here's Giraffe Nick Robbie coming out here. I think getting someone like Christian Vasquez was so much bigger than just the player. I think him on that team was, I think, just what he brings to the table in terms of preparation, yeah. uh, scouting reports and everything. The things we don't see right, in the yeah. numbers. I think he really bring, he just won a World Series last year with the Astros. Um right. And now he's on the side of the twins and you got a guy like Carlos Correa that has that postseason experience. They got these guys here that they know how to do this, right? And they, (laughs) they know how to keep you calm in those moments. I think those two guys, what they bring to the twins is so, so much bigger than what the stats show. Um, And that's another edge I give to the twins where I give them more of a chance in this series. Cause, cause if you look at those twins teams over the years, they, they never really had those kind of guys, and now they right. do a little bit. So, well, more to your point, um, you know, they did not get to the postseason last year in Minnesota. So Carlos Correa sat and watched the postseason last year mm-hmm. for, I think, the first time in his career. I think so. And besides the early years, right, the early years, right when they were still coming up. Yeah. Uh, now, in his first playoff series with Minnesota, I think you could make the argument with how close those games were. Mm-hmm. That if he's not the shortstop, if it's Andrelton Simmons, if it, okay, yeah. let's go uh, back, let's go back a minute. Simmons. If it's if it's anybody, then they may not have beaten Toronto. That big hit with the bases loaded, the play when Bo was going home. I think out of the other thirty starting short or the other twenty nine starting shortstops, maybe maybe two of them are there to make that play. You know, that that's a run most of the time. 
So the you know the Blue Jays are back in that game. It's a different setup when there's a run, another run on the board for the Blue Jays, and then the pickoff play with Vladdy because Vladdy was the tying run. He had the wherewithal. He's got the postseason experience. Like you're talking about, you can slow it down. Mm-hmm. You can breathe. You are able to pick up the fact that the guys at second base cannot hear the third base coach yelling back. Mm -hmm. Those are things that when you have that experience, that comes out. And without Carlos Correa, I am out here ready to say that Minnesota probably doesn't get past Toronto without Carlos Correa and those three Huge moments. Everybody, like Royce Lewis grabbed the spotlight, right? Mm-hmm. With the two home runs, the first two home runs, the whole thing, the third player ever to do that and all, all this and all that. So everyone's on Royce Lewis bandwagon. Yes, that's what the casual fan will remember is the Royce Lewis leading the Twins. But it, I think it was really Carlos Correa. And all it was was a single and mm-hmm. uh, a couple of force outs. Yeah. But they were huge. Mm-hmm. Absolutely huge. We oh, have... yeah. yeah. We have reached the end of our time. But, Robbie, I want you to, to everybody listening on the podcast, I want you to let those listeners know and everybody watching on YouTube, what do you got coming up? What can people be on the lookout for from your YouTube channel? Yeah, uh, just post-game streams coming up. that's going to be very busy every night. Pretty much. I'll be going live. Um, I know you will be too. So, you know, hey, pop back and forth, whatever. Um, yep. We definitely, I think we got to do some, some kind of collabs at some point, you know, with some agree. The, yeah. reacting to reacting alone is fun, but reacting with other people is like, that's fun yeah. too. You know? Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. hundred um, percent. Let's do it. We'll, Let's we'll do figure it. it out. But, yes. uh, all, you know, I got some other videos coming up, more some more historical videos uh, as for, you know, pre-recorded and edited, not live. Uh, you know, some historical playoff videos coming up. Um, I got one in the works, the worst World Series winners ever. So people love negative. So I yeah, I feel like yeah, yeah. that one. Um, you know, I got some other ones like, you know, just postseason stuff for the next couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, that's going to be fun to do. Uh, other than that, yeah. Pretty much all the postseason content right now. Yeah, so. it is. It is that time of year. Got to got to get on it, right? We got to we'll do have that the off season before you know it, and then it, it's, exactly we never have a break. <laughs> so. and it, yeah, right. We, we until uh, January when things then completely slow down because all the moves are done. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Robbie, thank you for coming in. To those of you watching live on YouTube, make sure to hit the like on the way out. We are over hundred and fifty likes. We'd love to see how close we can get to 200. That will help push the video out to the replay viewers and get it in their system. So make sure to hit the like, everybody. And again, I appreciate you guys coming in. Just like Robbie, more live stuff is coming. But for now, this one is done. Those of you listening on the podcast, make sure that you turn those automatic downloads on so you get the content as soon as it is available and subscribe. Help us grow, rate, and review. Those of you on YouTube, to the 300 that are still here, make sure to subscribe to the Barreled Up Podcast wherever you get your podcast. That's going to do it for this one, everybody. I do appreciate everybody listening on the pod, hopping in on the YouTube channel. Robbie, thank you for hanging out. Thank you. And we'll catch you guys next time.